0: Like your guard is up for a reason and it always comes back to it being stemmed from something that hurt them initially. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You should not put all your cards out at the table because you don't know who you're being dealt with. So it's like protect yourself until you get to, again, a safe place. If I'm not there mentally, I can't give myself to anything. And yeah, that may mean I'm gonna lose an opportunity to something really wonderful potentially, but I also believe that there are multiple opportunities that'll come again where I'll be ready for it.
1: You protecting your peace is actually hindering your ability to be open and susceptible to something really, really good. Like what if you have like no al-salah, like and <laughs> al-salah in, in Farsi means like no energy, right? To give your time and effort into someone else or something else or a friendship or a relationship. And you miss such a good opportunity because you've been, you know, hurt in the past. Do you also think, like, hurt is unavoidable? Like, you're going to get hurt no matter what somehow.
0: I've learned that, like, some things should definitely stay private months into a relationship, even like, you know, in uh, and, and a sense of protecting yourself, I think is very necessary because, you know, you may lay something out there that can change that person's perception, even though it doesn't define who you are. Huh? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima podcast. It's Neela.
1: And it is Adis. What's up, family?
0: Man, what is good? It just feels like lately for some reason, and I don't know if you've been peeping the same, but like everybody around me has their guard up, myself included. I feel like my guard's definitely up, and I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. In fact, the older that I get, the more I realize why people have their guard up and how important it is.
1: It's a very important thing, Niels. It's protecting your peace and protecting your energy, but at the same time, it can hinder your ability to grow right like i've always had this like mentality that like i need to be as open and transparent and very loving and myself to every single person i meet on this planet but it's scary because you don't know what people's motives are you don't know um what a stranger feels thinks, or acts or or what their perception is of you or what they want from you you know so it's like one time getting burned by the flame The second time you're a little hesitant to put your hand out on the flame, but it's like that can also hinder you in a lot of ways, you know?
0: Here's the thing with putting all your cards on the table, which I've learned is like it actually is not for the best of anyone's interest because you may go into one thing thinking you want something out of that in a certain way and then you come out of it being like, oh my God, thank God that didn't work out how I wanted. And there's this theory, at least if I take it to the dating space, Where because I'm like, you know, like very, very guarded in that round of like now being very private about certain things that I share. Most things that I share, which you should be, especially if you're in the beginning stages of your dating life. Um, I had in my previous relationship laid it all out and a lot of people say like go into it go on the first date and tell them your expectations deal breakers all the things like you want to get married all these things right like you want to have kids like I'm not saying speaking for myself I'm I'm saying in general people always say like just keep it real right like you're at the age where like you don't want to waste your time sure rightfully so like value your time and like respect what you want but also maybe don't be as open into sharing just all that because I've learned like the more and I'm an open book I'm very comfortable with expressing myself and like being honest i'm on a podcast I've shared my whole life, you know, but I've learned that like some things should definitely stay private months into a relationship even like you know to in a sense of protecting yourself, I think is very necessary because. You know, you may lay something out there that can change that person's perception, even though it doesn't define who you are or vice versa. Or they may already have this projection of who they think you are, which most men think they do. And like it it can it can backfire. And so I think in those cases, just leaving your guard up until you feel like you're in a safe, safe space and you'll know when you're in a safe space when you're like, okay, this person will protect me if I share this X, Y and Z with them, Um, because a lot of people don't deserve your honesty. They don't at least not too soon.
1: Yeah, and it's scary because, especially when it comes to dating and stuff, you don't know what their motives are. Because, like, you know, you have that first beginning stage where it's like the honeymoon stage, and that person will probably tell you every single thing you want to hear until you start peeling back the layers and you're like, oh, you're probably going to over or something along those lines. And it's like when you get severely hurt in a situation, it changes you as a person. And then you're like, ah, but like, when do you have that aha moment where you're like, okay, well now I'm going to open up to you. You don't really know because people can you over 10 years down the line and that can affect your life moving forward. Whether it be a friend, whether it be a significant other, it, it won't happen suddenly. Like the real traumatic hurt happens from like the closest people to you sometimes and people who you've opened up to and know certain things about you and oftentimes use it against you in times of really like trouble you know
0: yeah and i think that it's also hard to differentiate whether or not they're being honest or if they're telling the truth because i got really hurt in my last situation and and my guard is up and and i believe so many of the things that ended up not being the case and like i um was just blindsided and because of that like it's easy as humans to naturally fall into this nature of like no he's honest like these are it's all true right like No, and because of that I think for me now action speaks so much more than words because it's so easy to sit here and tell you all these things but if you unless you actually physically see it actually being put into motion you're not going to really feel that safe space and so for me that's how I like understand okay that's where now I can start to get a little comfortable because this person is not only saying it he's about it he's showing me in all these ways and so I can open up a little bit and put my guard down slowly give it a chance right like open your heart up again a little bit and the same with relationships friendships families like like what I see in my friends is equivalent to what I would do for them in return because I know what the, how down they are for me and so my guard is not up with them because they know my my like pain points, they know what challenges me. They know what makes me happy. They know what makes me sad. And so they protect my heart. And and you want that in all things, right? Like you want that in your in your person and your partner for someone who and I tell you this all the time, like respects your heart because like you have a good heart. And like and granted, most people do, but it's like a lot of people don't. So it's like, what are their motives? You know, you have to protect yourself till you get to a place where you feel like you're safe and you can put your heart out there. And it won't be taken for granted because mine's was and and here I am now like, you know. Locked back in.
1: <laughs> well, what if like, okay, like pr- like you protecting your peace is actually hindering your ability to be open and susceptible to something really, really good. Like what if you have like no al-salah, like and <laughs> al-salah in, in Farsi means like no energy, right? To give your time and effort into someone else or something else or a friendship or a relationship and you miss such a good opportunity because you've been, you know, hurt in the past and stuff. And that's what I kind of worries me about myself because like once you get burned, like you, there's no way you're approaching relationships, friendships or whatever in the same way. You, you kind of become jaded in a, in a sense, right? And like, what if there's an opportunity staring at your face and it doesn't have to be like a person, but like you boof it because of what this other person's actions did to you you know because like i've been in rooms where like i've seen someone whose guard was completely up and i know this person can amount to greatness and i know this other person can put them on with something that they really really enjoy but because they were super like stoic in a sense or like you know had that guard up or and was quiet in the room where it, they should have been speaking up. It's a big opportunity. This is a CEO of a big company. And you. this is the work that you want to do. Why are you so quiet? I know you're going through something that hurt you very, very much to your core. But you are blowing this opportunity because of that other person's actions. And I don't want other people's actions to dictate my actions moving forward. Because they could potentially fuck me over in more ways than that initial, you know, or how they fuck over in the beginning, you know?
0: True. But I will challenge that by saying, like, I'm in a place where it's like, you'll know when you're ready. And if you're not ready, and you risk it, you're not going to set yourself up for success. You'll go into that amazing opportunity being the worst version of yourself. And then that'll still hinder it. So it's like, you want to be in the best mental headspace. Like, I, I think about this all the time. I'm like, you know, there's so many opportunities out there for me. And I don't give them chances just because I'm like, I'm just not there. But also like, if you want to challenge their persistence, that's fine, too, because the right man will go. And I, again, I bring this back to dating. I'm saying in general, the right opportunity will if it's there for you and meant for you, will, will it'll last and be there and, and, and find its way in. So I think in those cases, it's like a chance game. It's like, yeah, I could lose an opportunity. But also if it's meant for me, it'll come no matter what way. And like it just comes back to and I guess I sound selfish, but my own mental state of mind, if I'm not there mentally, I can't give myself to anything. And yeah, that may mean I'm going to lose an opportunity to something really wonderful potentially. But I also believe that there are multiple opportunities that will come again where I'll be ready for it. So I don't know. I guess it just has to do with how you are about when it comes to those situations. Like, do you want to risk it all? Or and I have risked it all. I've been on both sides of the spectrum where I've like also like no thought into it, done it, you know, and it's like it wasn't the worst thing. But I also know how I walked out of that it was like, oh, I just was I should, it was too quick. It was too soon. I shouldn't have done that. And
1: it's also like to your point, like if you're not ready, you could potentially be messing up the situation that presented itself, too, because like you're approaching it in a way where, you know, you're not ready for this opportunity, whether it be a relationship or a person. And you could that person over if we're talking relationships, you just got out of a relationship that was like change you as a person, you jump into the next one. And that you project all of your previous stuff onto this next person. They don't deserve that. You feel me? So that's how
0: it's like a cycle. that That's how it goes. It's like the previous thing that bled into who you are. Now that changed you into that person because you have that in common and it's weird. And now you're going to take that version of who you are without doing the work to get better on yourself. Right. And then put that into another poor person's life who is probably a good person and like, you know, is getting the worst version of you. That's why I'm saying like you don't want to set yourself up for failure. Go into something where you're mentally there.
1: Also, like, the, what's the definition of insanity? It's like doing the same thing over and over and over again. And with the same- Expecting a different outcome. Yeah. And it's like, if you are the same person or you're attracting the same type of people that you once did or the type of person that probably you over before, you're probably going to get the same treatment again. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, and I, I'm saying this because we'll relate it back to dating again. There's a certain type of guy you like, Niels, Right. Okay, let's say, for example, you like tall men, tattoos, bodybuilders, Ew. football players, or whatever, right? <laughs> and a football player, bodybuilder, tall tattoo guy, you over again. If you date the same type of person with the same type of interest, that person will probably you over again. You see what I'm saying? Or know. they could just be a great person. You think so, every bro. single person's bro, different? Yes, everything, yes. Okay, yes. Let's, okay, a guy likes to go to the club, Mila, uh-huh. every single f- weekend, all right? <laughs> with his voice. That guy cheated on you at the club with some broad at the club. You gonna date a guy that frequents
0: the club every weekend? Yeah, because not every guy is gonna go into the club with the expectation to f- cheat on you. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I would not date a guy at the f- club most multi- every weekend. What a, a club l- and loser, listen. <laughs> no disrespect to any men at the club every night. If that's your thing, right? Yeah. But per- I'm kidding. Like personally. I like to see the good in all things, and I have understood that if I want to settle down, I need to look outside of my type. I agree. The good morning, a cutie. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that TikTok? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Like a square. I'm looking for a square, yeah. but no, 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 I'm kidding. But like, um, I yes, there's this stigma of like, a, good-looking men come with, you know, like good-looking tall men, all these things come with their consequences, but so do good-looking women, right? Like you would argue, you, cut, you get a bad, beautiful, accomplished woman and like you're going to have a little bit of like, you know, yeah. insecurity around like, damn, like she's, you know, like all these things. So, I think it goes both ways, but I also don't think that every every man essentially that ha- looks can comes from the same like aesthetic don't operate the same. And I can I don't think that. I mean, now if you're talking just Middle Eastern men, that's a different story. <laughs>
1: They're
0: just a no go. Like completely red flag, red, like, flag right red flag right there. I'm kidding, but in general, I don't think all men are the same Now, I think that they are all idiots and don't use their common sense of mind. But many will argue that, you know, they're no, they're they're just you there there's different areas of opportunity in each man, and I think that in general, so long as you protect your heart. Their behavior is not a reflection of who you are because a man, an adult, a grown man or grown woman will do what they want at the end of the day because they made that choice. And that's probably why all these women and men who have their guard up have gone through multiple things who have hurt them. And it doesn't just have to be relationships. It could be family. It could be their jobs, their security. It could be their friendships. Like your guard is up for a reason. And it always comes back to it being stemmed from something that hurt them initially. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that you should not put all your cards out at the table because you don't know who you're being dealt with so it's like protect yourself until you get to again a safe place
1: i think the vulnerability and like people like remaining vulnerable in in life is of this probably the scariest thing you could do but also when you're ready it's okay to be vulnerable because beautiful things can happen from that that place you know
0: my mom tells me all the time like you're Like, don't lose out on an opportunity, a good opportunity. You never know. So there is this, like, gray area of, like, you should take chances. You should take chances. Like, my best friend tells me all the time, she goes, just open your heart a little bit. Like, open it. Like, you never know. Like, don't look for what you think you want because you won't get what you deserve, which is, like, so true, you know? Like, you have to have some sort of, like, comfort in taking that risk, but also, take that risk with with the intent of like still protecting yourself. I feel like,
1: do you also think like hurt is unavoidable? Like you're going to get hurt no matter what somehow, like, I don't think anything could be perfect, whether it be people, you know, work opportunities, opportunities in general, bro. Like the hurt will come in some way. Like it's impossible for you to avoid you know? um oh my God,
0: life hurts you all the time. All the time, that's why I'm saying time. like,
1: if you do keep your guard up, even with your guard up, something will happen that will potentially, you know, you'll be vulnerable and you'll get hurt or you'll be susceptible of getting hurt. So I'm like, it's a double-edged kind of sword because like, you're trying to avoid the unavoidable.
0: Yeah, I think you, you're right. You definitely, like, you're gonna get hurt no matter what in terms of whatever life throws at you. But, and there's a way to have your guard up but slowly putting it down like not again all the way down so fast I think that was my first mistake was move too quick you know like and 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 settle too quick it's like slowly rip off the band-aid like little things like one day looks one way the next week looks a different way it could be very very slowly letting go versus immediately just putting your guard down because that's also a good place to fall back and put it right back down I'm sorry put it right back up you know
1: that's true. It's like not you, you can take some baby steps yeah. and then if you decide that you have to pivot and put your guard up again, you can. What instead of like showing all of your cards and just expecting things or hoping things yeah. are going to go right because more often than not it's a game of chance like you said or probability. Yeah.
0: And there's nothing wrong with having your guard up. I want people to know that. There's like this like stigma around Oh, look, your guard's up. No, especially the older you get, the more you realize how necessary it is. I don't think that there's anything wrong with protecting yourself from all things in life versus just even relationships. I think it's necessary. Like it's something that you own at the end of the day and you have the right to give yourself to whoever you want to. And you can pick and choose who that is or what that is. You you couldn't
1: have said it better, Niels. I
0: always say it the best. You do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find us?
0: YouTube.com slash the Demon Podcast T V. We out. We out.